All right. Cue the music. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> it's like Pokemon battle music right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, boss battle, Pokemon boss battle music. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Wild Pokemon has appeared. A wild tracks has appeared. No, a wild real mystery has appeared and taken over the stream. Isn't that crazy? Obviously, it's not that crazy. Okay, then. <laughs> Jeez. I thought you were mid-sentence. I think you cut out just for like a half second for me. No, I actually didn't. I was I was really hoping you would you would say something. <laughs> I couldn't tell if I lost you, if something got cut out, if my reception just crashed. I didn't know what happened there, so I apologize. This will be be a good time tonight. Ah, <laughs> yeah, this will be very interesting. All right, so welcome what to episode ninety-eight. Of the Red Spartan Halo oh, podcast, so ninety-eight man, ninety-eight degrees. Nine, yeah, ninety-eight degrees. As I would like to say, is fairly hot weather. If I'm correct, I don't know how the conversion works, but I know ninety-eight degrees Celsius yeah. is very, very, very hot. Yeah, well, I mean that's nearly boiling for you, right? <laughs> I mean, boiling for everybody, but boiling for Celsius. Yeah, well, yeah, boiling specifically for Canadians. Yeah, there's no snow here at ninety-eight degrees Celsius. Fun fact, <laughs> in case you didn't know. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, it, 98 Degrees was also the name of a boy band back in the day. A boy band? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. I I know some 41, because summer 41, or the 41st day of summer is when they became a thing, apparently. I've never heard of 98 well, Degrees. That's like a punk band, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. 98 Degrees was kind of like, okay, you know how there's the Backstreet Boys and there was NSYNC? Right, yes. So, if Backstreet Boys and NSYNC were like the, I don't know, pro-level boy band, 98 Degrees was kind of like like double double A or single A. Like, they, they were they were like bottom tier of the boy bands, but still popular enough to like sell CDs and stuff like that. I remember my sister owning some of their CDs. Maybe just one CD, actually, but... Yeah, so fun little fact of 98 Degrees. There you go. Oh, okay, okay. That's interesting. I don't know any other songs, though. Oh, right. Uh, there, there, I'm, I'm certainly hope that there's a song called 98 Degrees for the band called no, 98 Degrees. I'll look them up on Spotify. Is there like a... See if they have anything. Is it maybe maybe they have like a like a degree angle kind of like... Maybe they, maybe they made a song called Protractor. <laughs> maybe. What do you think? Maybe, yeah. Uh, it's possible. I'm looking them up right now. So I found 98 Degrees. Okay. And their top song is called I Do. And then I, in I... parentheses, it says Cherish You. Oh, wow. How intriguing. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, then... I, pre I appreciate you, Cherish yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you, kind of, you kind of set yourself up for that. <laughs> <laughs> They don't even have, like, an About Me section on Spotify. What's with this band? Wow, they have over a million monthly listeners, though. So they're not completely irrelevant. Okay, okay. How? Okay. I wonder when the last time is they released any music. 
Oh, ready for this? In 2013, they released an album. Ready for this? Okay. 98 Degrees presents 2.0. So does that mean that they're now 100 degrees? Or <laughs> I'm very confused now. Maybe, maybe they're 100, uh, 196 degrees. I don't know. I don't know what this is about. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know what the 2.0 is. Wait, but if it's a 2.0... Does that 109? No, wait, what? Math? That's not math. That's not how math works. Hold on. 98 what's plus... Ma- what's 98 times 2? Oh, oh, well, 98 times 2 is what you're going for. Hold on. Let me let me pull up the calculator because I can't make big calculations. Just, just... Uh, God, I hope that was right. Just give me one... It's 188, maybe. Just, just, just give me... I just, I need to find... Where is the calculator on this thing? I bet you it's 186. I think I messed that math I'm up. not placing a bet. I'm not placing a bet. I'm 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 betting myself a hundred dollars that I got that wrong the first time and that it's one hundred and eighty six. Okay, so what am I what am I multiplying here? Ninety eight times two. Ninety eight times two is one hundred and ninety nine. No, I'm kidding. One hundred ninety six. Wait, one hundred ninety six. One nine six. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Why was I saying eighty six? What's wrong with me? Math. You probably saw the nine. And then you saw like another nine, and you figured, well, nine yeah. plus nine is eighteen. So then, and right. then if you if you carry over the two, you get six. So one hundred and eighty-six. Exactly yeah, did. that's exactly how it went in your head, right? That's old man math. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing we don't do math on the podcast. We talk about Halo, right? I think, right? Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> not a math inspired. Uh, not a math inspired podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Have you been playing anything lately? I feel lately? so stupid right now. I feel so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been playing anything lately? No, I've been I've been so submerged in work and just working and just studying and learning. There is just a whole world of baths and showers and sales and all that stuff and while I really enjoy it and I really like it, by the way, I had my first couple of sales. Um, so I'm happy nice. about that. Um, yeah. Um, it is mentally exhausting trying to learn all the different ways that you're supposed to approach situations. And so, like, I spent four weeks training, right? And when you're training, like, they try to give you as much, like, real life, you know, kind of, like, talk as they possibly can but there's nothing that you can learn in a classroom that just you know that prepares you for what's out there some appointments i go to and i know everything that's going on and it is sort of like textbook and i i do what i'm supposed to and that people are excited and they want to get a new bath or want to get a new shower or whatever and like it works out like that was that's what happened to me on monday it was awesome nice awesome appointment um lady's really excited for her stuff and so i was Happy to help her. Um, but then, Tuesday morning, I walked into a situation that I just I didn't know how to handle. And part of it was, like, they didn't really know what they wanted, and I didn't have the expertise or the experience to ask them, like, well, what is this 
space really used for? How often do people shower here? How often do they bathe here? Do you bathe here? Do you shower here? Do you have other family who uses this? Do you have any kids? Do you have any friends? Like there's a whole lot more information that I needed to get before uh, moving forward. And so what I kind of did was I was kind of like, you know, I wanted to be helpful. And I was like, well, look, we can design it any way that you want to. And then what happened is I designed like three or four, maybe even five different things that she could like go with. Mm -hmm. And I think that I just overwhelmed her and I was overwhelmed. I think she was overwhelmed. I feel like it was just so much, but you know, like I talked to my manager and he's like, yeah, man, like what you have to do is like learn about their situation and then make a recommendation for what they should do. He's like, if you don't do that and you're trying to figure everything else out, like that's, it's just too many options. And I was like, yeah, that, that makes total sense. But when you're in the middle of it, like your brain doesn't work that way. So, you know, it's just a lot of scenarios like that that I'm learning. And, you know, as time goes on, I will, I will know better what to do. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. Right. Yeah. I can see how that can come become a very overwhelming, especially to a new client and especially coming from someone that's fairly new to the sales and doesn't yeah. know every inside and out as of yet. Like they just haven't had that experience as of yet. So. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like I know a bunch of stuff. I know a lot of stuff. I know enough stuff for, I'll call it normal situations or normal circumstances, but every single thing that I've walked into, I've gone like, all right, so what are you thinking of doing? They know exactly what's happening. Oh, there's mold. We got to get this taken out. We want to shout. And, and then these people are like, well, I don't know. We kind of just want to change it. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like, I didn't, like, they didn't really know what they wanted. And I didn't know how to help them get there. So, you know, something I can do better. Okay. That makes sense. Rabble in the chat is just like, mystery's got full control now. And I'm like, I do. Or, I mean, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Rabble's here in the chat. <laughs> um, so you you are a little bit of a liar though, because you did play some Halo over the weekend. That's true. I did play some Halo over the weekend. Me too. Isn't that crazy? Two, you and yeah, I both yeah, played Halo played, together. That's insane. Yeah, we played together. A, a, a very unique experience happened for those who joined us. Yes, that is uh, Shadow true. and Game Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, Shadow and Game Warrior were joining us and we did something called the Vidmasters Challenge in one of the Halo three in Halo Three at least specifically. Which is really fitting because we're coming up on Halo 3's fifteenth anniversary. Are we really? Has it been fifteen years already? That's insane. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. I feel like you're just making that up because like Halo Three still feels like a fun game for me i know it's slowed down it's a very yeah. slow game for a lot of people and i know that's something that shadow has brought up especially at that community game night but like i yeah. still really enjoy going back and playing halo 3 the speed at which that game goes does not bother me one bit for some reason i think it's perfectly fine i think it it feels slow for people who are hiked up on caffeine and used to call of duty and like i gotta move all around yeah i need to sprint across like, the map right and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah, yeah. um but no halo 3 is while while it played slower than halo 2 and i definitely thought it was a little bit slower um there were plenty of games where you would be getting into action within the first couple of seconds of going onto the map um and really intense games and um 
you know what? I I really like Halo Three, and I still like playing Halo Three. So I'm right there with you. Nice, nice, nice. So for those that don't know what the Vidmaster Challenge is, did you want to go ahead and explain that, or did you want me to explain that? I can explain it. So the Vidmaster Achievement, these achievements came out post-launch of Halo 3. They did, yeah. And um, as, as Halo would introduce more maps and uh, DLC and stuff like that, they would also add more achievements. Ooh, fun little trivia. What is the maximum amount of achievements you can get with Halo 3? Achievement points. Achievement points? On the Xbox 360, do you remember? I actually don't. I want to say I think it was 117. One... <laughs> no, I think it was 1,100. No, 1,750, I believe it was. I could be wrong about That's that. That's not 117. 1,107. Yeah. I think it was no. 1750. I'll have to look that up. Why 1750 specifically? Why is that a fun little bit of trivia? I'm confused. Is that a well, number that I just don't so know? So I think that I think every time that they released more maps, it came with 250 uh, additional Yeah, they had new points. achievements for certain new maps, right? Yes. Or more achievements. Yeah. So right. I think that they did that three times, which is how you get to the 1750. Oh, I see. Okay, so it's just a number that is above the typical default amount. Is that Correct. what you're... Is it, okay, that's what you're saying. Okay, I see. My second guess was 343,000. Jesus, 343,000. I, I, I have no idea why 343 would be a... Oh, I see. A... A number that I would go for. Maybe it was like a, a wink, so wink, much. nudge, nudge. Like, hey, you know, maybe uh, Bungie's going to draw, you know, <laughs> just going to stop doing Halo and like, you know, three, four, three industries might be like the next. I don't know. That would be insane if that was actually legit. If you think about it, it's just like that, would be like that, that entire time they knew three, four, three industries was going to become a thing after Bungie had like stopped doing Halo. And like they're just dropping these hints towards it, and, and then all of a sudden, this whole this whole in, this small developer studio ends up taking over Halo from there. Like, Mind oh my God, blowing. There were signs all along. There were signs all along. <laughs> There's like an Easter egg in like one of the Halo Reach maps or something that says three four three was three, here four, three, or something come. like. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Halo Three here, seventy nine achievements. For a total of 1,750 gamer score, it takes about 40 to 50 hours to unlock all the achievements for this game. Did you say oh, 70 million achievements? 79 achievements. Oh my Sorry. god, I heard 70 million, and I was like, what the heck? That's a yeah. massive nope. game. 79 achievements for a total of 1,750 gamer score. They would, they would go to a point where if they had to make 79 million achievements, they would be like, take one step in Halo 3. Take two steps in Halo 3. <laughs> yeah, you end up crashing the game because you unlock too many achievements at once. once, yeah. <laughs> bleep bloop, bleep bloop, bleep bloop, bleep bloop. <laughs> like it just keeps going. <laughs> Turn 90 degrees <laughs> in Halo 3. <laughs> <laughs> But then there's, there's an achievement for one degree, two degree, three degree. We gotta we gotta fill out the achievement somehow. Oh god. It's funny. So 
there were three achievements that came out at the same time, all for zero gamer score, by the way. Midmaster Challenge Annual, which right. is what we did. There's right. also a couple other. So I think one of them would have been, uh, I think, Brain Pan or something, if I'm correct. It There was a couple of skulls hidden throughout some of the new maps that were coming out. Yeah, and you had so to find them. Find all the hidden find all the hidden skulls on the Mythic maps. Good, good right. right there. Yep, so that was the that, second right. one. I'm trying to remember what the third one was. Um, and ODST doesn't count in this situation because... I remember ODST also had two of its own. Yeah, they don't count. They don't count. So what, one of them, you won't guess. So I'll just say what it is because it's a little bit crazy. Not crazy, but it's like, how would you even know? It just says, get to the rank of lieutenant in oh, any playlist right. in the yeah. new EXP progression system. Right. And then the other one was, enter into any ranked or social playlist with seven experience on the seventh of the month. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they had they had bungee day or something like that, and that was the day you get your mm-hmm. your seven experience, right? And they had the lieutenant thing because they just changed the ranking system and all that because they they didn't have uh, they didn't have ranks in social matchmaking at the time, right? Um, oh right. Your, ra- your rank was strictly based on your literal ranked match rank, right? So if you were a, let's say, in Team Slayer, you were a commander or a colonel in um, Team Slayer. And I'm not talking about a popcorn colonel here, guys. Um, you know, then um, your rank on on social on the social playlist would therefore be also a colonel. And then that was the time they switched it. So, like, they, each playlist had their own individual ranks, even in social. Hmm. Yeah, that was like that was actually a good couple of years after the game came out. I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah, so that was like a whole that was a whole other adjustment period on its own. Yeah, it's so interesting. So, um, yeah, so the one master achievement that we did on Saturday was getting four players to the level Halo. finish the last mission of Halo Three. Yep. With the iron skull on in campaign co-op, uh, and you have to finish it in ghosts. Yeah, you have to finish it in four ghosts. Four ghosts. Yep, and and, on, um, and it was fun. It's actually, yeah, go ahead. yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So you were gonna say it was actually what? Well, I was just about to say it's actually the most um, years and years and years ago when I did it for the first time. It was the most fun I've ever had with Halo. Um, I think like I remember the night where I was trying to get the achievement and I remember just, you know, me and my friends, we didn't know the pattern. We didn't know where we were supposed to drive. We had no idea. And so we would just fail and fail and fail and fail. But it was always these really crazy things that were, would happen. And we just, we just had so much fun. I remember it so distinctly. It was just one of the, the best Halo nights I've ever had was getting that achievement for the very first time during Halo 3. Um, and so when we did it on Saturday night, because uh, Game Warrior had never done that achievement before and because he didn't know exactly where to drive, it was sort of reminiscent of that. It was fun. It was like we would go the wrong direction. We'd be falling off. and um, We and would honestly, follow him down, like, down some of those holes. Like. <laughs> 
to go flipping ten times for some reason. <laughs> Try to go off a <laughs> yeah, ramp, and then all of a sudden we hit we hit some kind of like physics line or something. We're twirling like thirty times over. That was fun. That only happened to me though. I think it happened to you once or twice when we made that one and you tried to make that jump after me. Yeah, was, I don't know what that was. It's just like crazy physics out of nowhere would come and yeah, mess yeah. up our drive. And it always happened to me because I was always the one in the back trying to make sure you guys were like up ahead and like and all that kind of stuff. And so like <laughs> when I make that jump, you guys are now halfway across that little courtyard before you make make it to the next tunnel, and I'm just making the jump, and then like the physics completely just completely just screws up on me, and now I'm just twirling in midair trying to like re regain my uh, control and then land and then finally make my way through that tunnel. Oh man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was uh that was fun. Um I had the exact opposite experience of you the first time I did that. Uh that I did that channel challenge oh, really? actually. Yeah, so you had a blast doing that, right? Um Yeah, tell me tell me I, about your I had I had like a massive struggle getting through that where like I had a bunch of other people that were with me and um they they were just not they were just not in they're not into it as much and they did not like my skill with the rocket launcher at the time and they you know they were just kind of heckling me the entire time and all that kind of stuff oh, so I was really? kind of just yeah I was kind of dealing with that uh, while I was trying to help them and trying to get through it myself as well, um, I ended up becoming like one of those, the, you know, one of those people where they, you know, you know how they, you have the one weakest link in the group and everyone just kind of like rails on him sometimes. I was that person, the one weakest link in the group that I got that completely got railed on. However, oh, I mean, yeah, that was my first experience with that challenge, but it never really changed like my mind on how fun it could be. It just, it just took me you know, like a couple more other tries to do it with other people to realize, oh, hey, like there actually is something that could have been easier. Did you notice that when I did that game, when I did that uh, level, I never used that rocket launcher? You never used the rocket launcher. I you never know, used I that rocket launcher. That. I gave my rocket launcher to Game Warrior when he ran out of ammo. Just because I couldn't get myself to use the rocket launcher. You get like PTSD when you see the rocket launcher on that map. It wasn't PTSD. <laughs> it's just one of those things where I just got not upset of the whole about the whole situation. I just figured, you know what? Obviously, since I suck with the rocket launcher and like, you know, it's not really good in my hands based on what those people had told me. I was just going to find another way to slay those flood. And that's when I came to the realization that the dual wielding plasma rifles was actually a really effective way to slay the flood, you know, at a reasonable reasonable distance. So ever since that day, that's when, that's when for me, the annual, that, that challenge changed everything on my run up the pyramid, because I have a very different approach to the pyramid than you do. Right. Um, did you want to explain what yours was? And I can. I was tell just you about mine. to say, why don't you tell them what my strategy is? Because <laughs> I want to hear it from your point of view. <laughs> I, I couldn't put it into words. I don't know what I do on Pyramid to like to go like, oh yeah, this is what he does. Oh man. Okay. So what you what you what you thought was the probably the best idea was to go to the left where there was no stairs, <laughs> right? And you wanted to grenade jump your way up there. And I I want to say that you wanted sure. to like get to the top as quickly as possible so then we can all spawn up there with you. Correct. Okay. Yeah. That that's that's essentially what I think I was trying to do. Right. But the thing that you weren't realizing at the time was that there's a lot of blood. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you can't and take it all. And you can't take it all on. But I mean, you could. You really could. It's just the thing is, is your strategy of I need to make it up there as fast as possible with three other people that are like all the way at the bottom of the pyramid watching you. We were literally at one point, literally watching you run through it all. <laughs> like, I heard Shadow with, like, the BR zooming in, <laughs> looking at you. I was watching you, and I, I don't know what game Warrior was doing. I don't think he realized that you were at the top of the pyramid at the time, but, like, he was just trying to, like, make his way around, like, slaying as many flood as he can at some point, and I think he jumped into, like, a couple of the chasms by accident, but, like, and which brought That's you hilarious. back to the beginning, only for you to make that grenade jump and try to rush up again. <laughs> I have to say, I don't think I've ever made that grenade jump that many times in a row. Like, I had it figured out. I was like, oh, okay, here I go. Like, I, I remember struggling with it so much, and then here I was just doing it no problem. Right, yeah, exactly, exactly. My strategy is very, very different. Um, mine is keep the flood in front of you at all times, right? Um, <laughs> so, for me, I, I would go up the pyramid as per usual. However, think of it more as one step forward, three steps back. I need to keep the flood in front of I me because that. they will always be behind you. And when they get behind you, now right. you're looking two different ways. And even though you have partners, the problem is, is that if you have partners that are looking everywhere and trying to fire, there is no actual real coordination. Whereas if you keep them all in front of you, there actually can be coordination because everything you're seeing everything happening in front of you, right? So you can react a little better. I think that's right? totally fair. Yeah. So what I do is I typically I kind of go up I, I go up to like the the right side of the pyramid, right? We spawn in that first set that obviously ambush you, and I immediately come back. So you know where that flamethrower spawns, right? Spawn yeah. in those flood that jump in on you. Make uh, immediately come back to where the uh, the the begin the, you know that little ramp area was initially, right? Or okay. I can go into that little nook. There's that little nook that uh, where the uh, where the building connects to, right? You can go in there okay. to kind of get your shields back up, right? And just slay them all. Keep going forward a bit. You go up against that uh, the pure form that turns into either the the brute or the the the, the um the one that shoots you with the little the needles or whatever. Right, take yeah. him out. You can go through the double door. You can go through that door where Sergeant Johnson starts, you know, Spartan lasering like a bunch on that side, right? But immediately at that point, I turn around because a bunch of other ones will, another flood will try to jump in and and kind of pinch you, right? So at that point, Damn. yeah, yeah, th at that point we turn around, we fight those guys, and then turn back around and go through the the, the Johnson side. Right? So it's just a lot of kind of like back and forth. And you're just kind of making your way to the top. Right? When I make my way to the top, and this is the part where people think I'm an idiot, but it's the smartest thing you can do. You jump off. And run back up. Because you're still keeping all the flood in front of you. In that situation. Right? So you would jump off and then kind of like let the flood come at you like sort of one at a time, one by one. I would jump, yeah, I would jump back off to the bottom level and then fight my way back to the top because they're all going to spawn at the top anyways, right? The uh, And then right. at that point, instead of trying to figure out where they all are, either they will try to jump down on you or you could just keep them in front of you the entire time while you're just fighting your way back up to the top. By the time you make your, by the time you make your way back to the top, Johnson is now, okay, let's open the door. 
right? So, yeah, that's kind of my strategy of making sure the flood is always in front of me at all times. Not just that, it also gives so time Johnson for Johnson kinda, to just Spartan laser a couple of them from the top. That's exactly what I was just about to ask. So he would take a bunch of them out who are at the top. He would, yes. Because that at that point he's focusing. Like yeah, at that point strategy. he's focusing at the top, right? He's not. He's not because he's mm. already. We've already uh, gone past the trigger point of. Oh, hey, these guys are now here. Johnson moves this way. He moves closer to the top and now starts Spartan lasering the guys at the top, right? And so you just make your way back to the top. By the time you make your way back to the top, there might be a couple stragglers here and there that you might have to fight off. And then there you go. Open the doors, make your way through, and then yeah, continue on as per usual. Hmm. That makes sense. It sounds it's it, it can be a little monotonous. I'm not gonna lie. I know it sounds kind of ridiculous, but it's more of an organized chaos as opposed to mediocrity. You know, like <laughs> how yeah, long did we spend so trying to make our way up the pyramid with like I guess your strategy and us trying our best to make sure that like we it was could, not working. It, nope, it, it, it was, was working it was working well. to a point because then we were realizing, oh shit, these guys are spawning behind us, and I'm like, yeah, we need to focus behind us. You know, let's get two people looking in the front, two people looking in the back. You know, <laughs> it definitely. You're being kind. It was definitely not working. <laughs> oh yeah, it wasn't working, but it wasn't up to me to be like be the dickhead and be like, yo guys, you gotta listen to me. No 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 no. I just you know. I was enjoying the moment, so. <laughs> <laughs> Tracks, this isn't working. What the hell are you doing still? Yeah, yeah, you, you're on the second level. Good job, Tracks. Uh, that no, that guy's going to kill you and dead. Okay, all right, we're going back. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and then the strat for, like, the ghost. So what's your strat for the ghost? Did you say what is the strategy for the ghost? Yeah, what is your strategy for the ghost? I yeah, I just know the path. Or I used to know the path. There were a couple times I realized, oh, I don't know this path. Um, I used to know the path. And then you just drive it, you know? I don't, I don't know if I really had a strategy for the ghost. Really? Okay. For me, doing that ghost run, it's always important to make sure you have your teammates in your radar. Right? That way you know you're close to each okay. other. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. At least if you see two, you know you're in the good, right? And if the, if the back people, if the back person can see two, you also know you're in the good, right? So if you're in the front and you see two behind you, you're fine. If you see, if you're in the back and you see two people in front of you, you're fine on the radar, right? You're you're within a okay. within a good distance, right? Now the other thing, I don't know if you do this, but do you use your other analog stick to level yourself up out when you make a jump? Yes. Yes, I do. You do that, right? Okay. Um, other things yeah. that you can do is also like kind of slow down the speed boost when you're turning. <laughs> you know, it's just like, hey, let's let go of that left trigger, shall okay. we? Okay. <laughs> so wh <laughs> when I do those turns, I will purposefully drive into the wall, and then that usually bounces me over, so that way then I can kind of like make those turns a little bit better. I'm not saying it's the best way to do it, but that's kind of what my strategy is for that. You're just Probably like, hold down idea. that left trigger and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smash into the wall. It's kind of like when you're a kid and like you're rollerblading and you don't know how to stop, so you just kind of like drive into the wall and like, okay, that's how I'm gonna, you know, like that's how I'm gonna break myself. It was kind of like, okay, the way that I'm gonna turn is by smashing into the wall and bouncing off of it into the direction that I need to go next. Right. <laughs> there was this, there was this incredibly funny moment throughout that you know we got to like the midpoint 
and I'm looking at everyone's ghost, and yours is the one that is the most smashed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine was smashed up. I'm like, you are like one hit away from being blown up right now. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, I'm fine. Shadows <laughs> has, like, a little bit of damage, and Game Warriors has a little bit of damage, and I'm looking at tracks, and I'm just like, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, I busted up my ghost. <laughs> yeah, I wonder I wonder why. I wonder how. Is must have been you crashing into the walls there. I feel like that's what could've it was. Could have been me driving into the wall. I mean, it, it could have been. It might have been. I don't know. There might have been something there. <laughs> it might who, have affected Who really knows? I, I really don't know for I sure, guess... but maybe it was. Yeah, I me guess driving into the wall. It could be just a real mystery. You know what? That's what I would say. I'd say it's a real mystery. I'm really not sure. Could have been anything. It really could have been. It really could have been. We had this one incredible moment in that game night when when you when I think one of us died near the end and like the cutscene had started because I think Game Warrior just <laughs> made it. But, but we died. So we see the cutscene. It starts and then fades to black. And then we're we so we were excited for a moment. Fades to black. Come back to the to the last checkpoint. We're just like, God damn it! Yeah, I didn't know that was possible. So the, the cutscene had. I definitely missed it, and my whole like, I, you know, I was falling down, you know, because the whole world was coming apart. Whatever. Yeah. Game Warrior had made it, like you said. The cutscene starts, and I'm like, oh, I guess that's it. And then the cutscene just stops, and then it's like, okay, back to the checkpoint. And I was like, oh, I did not, I didn't know that that was a thing. That yeah. cutscene could be triggered, <laughs> and then you can back. Yeah. We were so excited. We're like, yes, we made it. And then, nope, nope, nope. That just, we just got pulled back all the way back. We got pulled back pretty far, too. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. That was insane. But that was fun. It was, it was fun. a lot of fun. Yeah, I would love to do another uh, challenge, a vidmaster challenge at some point. Maybe Halo 3 ODST. We can do the last level on that with the uh, ghosts. Uh, sorry, the mongeese and the um, and the rocket launchers. Or we can even do like the firefight uh, challenge where you have to reach the fourth uh, set or something. That could be Yeah, I probably have to uh, download Halo 3 ODST. But once I do that, then yeah, I can definitely do that. Yeah, that could be it. Could be fun to do at some point when we have like a, a smaller party, or another interesting thing that could be done is like if you want to do the annual Man of the Vid Masters challenges or whatever, and you have like let's say eight people, just do a race between the two groups. Mm, on the Halo Three ODST one, or you could just do it on Halo Three. You know, just do the the Halo Three that the level we just did, right? Like. Everyone has Halo 3 on MCC anyways. If you have a group of eight, get four people in one group to try to get it done as quickly as possible and four people in another group. Maybe you could try your strat versus my strat and see which one's faster. You know? <laughs> I feel like you would win that one. <laughs> Unless I have three other people who also know how to do the grenade bounce and do that. I have a feeling that you would probably win that 10 times out of 10. <laughs> Oh, don't put yourself down like that. That's that's not true. I feel like, but I feel like it would be. I feel like it could be really fun, you know. Have all eight of us in, same, Halo. in that same party chat. Just, just, just you know, just you know, we can be trash talking each other while we're doing it. I suppose. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Sometimes when it comes to Halo, I have a, a tendency to try and just like. It's like when people are trying to, like, move furniture and they're, like, trying to get, like, a couch through the doorway and Force there's always that through. one guy who's just like, you know, I'm just going to shove it through. Like, that's kind of me. You're like, <laughs> I'm just going to shove it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just 
do the level of the covenant. I'm just going to shove my way through. Hold on one sec. Let me just get through these scarabs quickly. You know? <laughs> Don't mind them. <laughs> if I make it to the door fast enough, but they won't even spawn in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, um, that was yeah, that was that was an interesting uh, community game night. Nice, nice little change of pace. I, I, I assume. I know you've definitely been doing a lot of Halo Infinite lately, so yeah. Yeah, so I've been playing yeah a lot of Halo Infinite. So to switch it up and get to the MCC, I think that that was that was a lot of fun. So I'm glad we did that. Right. Um, I haven't really been keeping up with any Halo news. I've been kind of wrapped up with work, but. I think you might have something up your sleeve today. What, what do you What do you have in regards to Halo news or anything that's going on? All right. Well, so here's kind of the big thing. This weekend is the Orlando LAN event, which I'm very excited about. I'm very happy that we've gotten to this. It's one of my. I really love watching Pro Halo, and so you know, getting to the LAN events where it's a big deal and everybody's excited. Like that's definitely. It's definitely an event and something that I look forward to whenever they happen. Um, so during this LAN event, the 343 account had come out and said, um, hey, we're going to, well, essentially, there's going to be a world premiere of something. And so a lot of people started speculating something. Some people are thinking, okay, this is going to be, maybe they're going to do a trailer for the Battle Royale. Maybe they're going to do a trailer for you know, some brand new game modes or a new game, maybe, you know, maybe it's on Halo Infinite. Maybe it's like, you know, one of these spinoff games or whatever. So three for three, one of the accounts responded and said, hey, listen, no, it's not going to be a new game mode. So they're saying it's not Battle Royale. And no, it's not going to be a new game. But they're calling it a world premiere. So world premiere, world premiere. It's. For Halo, okay, so, okay, so here's what it's not. It's not Battle Royale, and it's also not a new game. So this world premiere is stuff that's for Halo Infinite. But what are you going to do a world premiere about? Like, what could your world premiere be? You already did a roadmap where you're showing everything that's going to be going on over the next couple months. Blah 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 blah. So your world premiere could be, could be what? A, season three trailer um it could also but like they didn't call it a world premiere when they you know put out the season two trailer so you know there's a lot of speculation about what this might be and without getting into like what other people think it's going to be what's like something that comes to your head of like okay if it's going to be something maybe it could be this if i said there's going to be a halo infinite world premiere not a brand new game and it's not battle royale what's kind of like what would your guess be for what that is? All right. Okay. Now stay with me here. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Hunt the Truth season Same. three. Wow. <laughs> Completely left field, right? Hunt the Truth season three world premiere. That definitely is out of left field. I don't think that I was ready for that. <laughs> Bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> I did not see that coming. What did you think I was going to guess? Out of curiosity, then. I had no idea. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I really <laughs> had no idea. I really had no idea. I definitely was not thinking Hunt the Truth Season 3, though. <laughs> okay, well, what, what, what do you think the world premiere is going to be, then? Well, I don't know, either. I mean, honestly, like, there's 
some speculation. There's some rumors that are going around. I really don't know what it is. Um, and nobody actually knows what it is. However, uh, I'm going to pull up a tweet here. And during this event, there is something called the – where's it at? Okay, so uh, from Halo Esports account, from the HCS account, it says, to celebrate 15 years of Halo 3, iconic pro players from that era will clash in the throwback throwdown at the HCS Orlando 22 Major. So there's going to be all, not, not all the pros, but some of the pros from, you know, from that time period, um, which I'll be excited to see. And they're going to be doing some kind of like little mini tournament maybe or something like that, right? Pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, then this is where 3 for 3, the actual 3 for 3 account, oh no, another, or uh, it's another, I guess HCS also said, it said, oh, did we mention there will be a Halo Infinite World premiere for the throwback throwdown? Wonder what that could be, and then put like a little thinking face. Hmm, I have no idea. I think they are kind of pointing towards Halo 3, seeing it's throwback related. Um, uh, okay, okay, hold on. Halo 3 anniversary cutscenes and cutscenes only. Well, I would like that a lot. That would be cool. Oh my god, if they just, like, did redid the cutscenes? Yeah, Blur Blur Studios announced, you know, Halo 3 anniversary cutscenes, but the cutscenes only. And that would, that would fit not being a game and not being a game mode. Yeah, it would fit that. Because it said it's not a new game and it's not a new game mode. So that works there. Hmm, interesting. Um, most of the speculation, they think it's going to be some kind of Halo 3. You, you just threw me for a loop right there. That's actually really interesting because that would fit there. Not being a new game, not being a new game mode. Um, I think the idea right now is that it might be some kind of Halo Infinite um, Halo 3, or like a, a, or a classic playlist. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. Yeah. Like classic it's... playlist with classic maps made in Forge. Right, um, yeah. Hey, our cartographers did this with the, with the game engine or whatever. Well, uh, sorry, with Forge. So let's just make a quick exactly. little classic. We're going to turn off Sprint in this, thing, in this game type. We're going to turn off the grapple hook and all this stuff. Just imagine they bring in, like, the energy drainer st- and all that stuff back, you know? It's just, like, all the stuff that you were capable of using in Halo 3. The trip mine is coming back. Let's bring back the Warhog physics, you know, and all that kind of stuff. That would be funny. That would be so cool. So I actually, I actually think that you could do that playlist with Sprint, with Halo Infinite Sprint, because Halo Infinite Sprint is, like, the base speed in Halo Infinite moves fast enough where there's not a giant difference between sprint and non-sprint. So I actually think that you could do that playlist and just leave all the basic vanilla settings for Halo Infinite multiplayer. I think that actually works. Yeah, that could work, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I I, would be happy with that. I would, you know, if they dropped like five or seven of the Halo 3 multiplayer maps and then just went like, okay, here you go for the throwback Thursday you know what, here's all, you know, here's a bunch of Halo 3 maps. Or they could do Halo 1, Halo 2, and Halo 3 maps, you know, all remakes for Halo Infinite, and put that into a playlist. I think that that would be very popular. Yeah, that could do it. Yeah, that, yeah, I can see that working too. Although they seem but to be pointing the heavily is, towards Halo 3. 
Right, because it's a throwback Thursday thing. Right, exactly. Or a throwback, throw, not throwback Thursday, what am I saying? Throwback throwdown or whatever on or near the Halo 3 15-year anniversary. So that's, yeah, that's why it's pointing towards Halo 3 for sure. So Sparkmatic in the chat is saying, the return of Blood Gulch! I would pee myself! <laughs> like, that would be really cool if they did uh, a 4v4 playlist and then an 8v8 playlist and they just, like, boom, all of a sudden you got the pit, you got lockout, you got, like, all the classic maps that people love, and then you got, you know, all the classic big team battle maps. You got Blood Gulch, you got, or Coagulation, whichever version they want to do, and then you got Headlong in there, and you had, uh, I don't know, Sand Trap or whatever, like, you know, just a playlist made up of all the classic favorite maps. Like, I, I think I've just wanted that, like, every single Halo game. But Halo Infinite is the first game where I think you could do that, and it'll actually work with the settings that you have for Halo Infinite. Again, because the difference between sprinting and non-sprinting is negligible. Um, you could do, like, you don't have to worry about rechanging the maps in a drastic way. You can just do regular Halo Infinite settings on a one-to-one recreation of these maps, and I think that that would work. So I, I'm, I'm hoping for that. I gotta be honest with you. I don't know if that makes sense for a world premiere. Okay. Okay. Um, like uh, a remaster of Red versus Blue Season One in Halo Infinite Blood Gulch. <laughs> yeah, but you already have a. They've already done a remaster of. But season. have they you done a remaster in, in Halo Infinite? You think that that's what it'll be? No. <laughs> Are you kidding? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Rabble in the yeah, chat says Rabble, uh, Rabble Rabble says uh, 64 versus 64 playlist Well that's interesting They did say that it's not a new game mode though yeah, Well they didn't say it was a new playlist Right that's a good point What if it's 64 versus 64 and it's Slayer That's not a new game mode There you go There you go It's a playlist mm. If, if it's if it's it's, it's six, yeah if it's sixty four versus sixty four and it's not just Team Slayer it's like it's Slayer and like capture the flag and like I don't know attrition oh my god sixty four versus sixty four and attrition that would be wild in your life full of sixty nine the number before seventy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rabble says, so, twist. they're uh, yeah. announcing a sequel to Conker's Bad Fur Day. Finally! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know what it could be. Like, to me, a Halo 3 playlist makes a lot of sense, but for them to call it a world premiere, like, are you just making it sound really good? Is it, now, look, maybe it's a, maybe it's like a world premiere for more Halo lands or like a, a new season of what they're going to do moving forward with pro Halo. But they just, so all they said is that it's not a new game mode and it's not a new game. So, um, I don't know. I think that's why people are thinking again, Halo three infinite. We know the forge people have been hard at work. We know that there's forge maps that are out there that are ready to go. Um, that will be coming as soon as forge comes. We also know that there was a map that looked like a remake of narrows. Oh, uh, cool. that, you know, a screenshot of that that was kind of floating around a little bit. So people are kind of wondering, like, hey, where did that map go? Where did the narrows map go? So you know, maybe it's maybe it's 
getting you know ready uh, for this time here now. So who really knows? We we, we don't really actually know. Um, but obviously, there's just the speculation. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, of course, that's all we can do is speculate. Um, although you do bring up a point of uh, maybe there could be more to the roadmap, hence the title of the episode. What do you think? Do you think maybe they're just going to be like, here is the plan for, I don't know, all the seasons for the next little while. Like, all of it. These are the themes for all the seasons. This is the world premiere. Season three, yeah, not Lone of- Wolves. Season four, definitely not Lone Wolves. Season five, you know? Yeah, so so part of me was thinking like, okay, maybe maybe they didn't share everything that's on the roadmap because they still wanted people to be surprised by things, which you know makes sense. But at the same time, you also were dealing with a community that was starving for content. Mm-hmm. So if you had a bunch of classic maps that you were going to release in a playlist, I feel like it would have been better to have announced that before rather than waiting until now. But who knows? I mean. It wouldn't surprise me if they had kept something secret. Um, I don't know if that's the best idea to do that right now when people are starving for something new. But you know that that could that could be what's happening. Right. Right. So we got lots of ideas here. Maybe a cookbook uh, version two. Oh my god, the cookbook version two. Yeah, cookbook two point Maybe ninety eight degrees is coming out with a ninety eight degrees volume three Halo edition now. Yeah, there you, you know, go, there you go. Maybe. Or they're just a world 3. premiere 0. that three four three guilty spark is coming back into the Halo campaigns. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but honestly, I'm happy that people are sort of excited to hear about whatever kind of thing is going on. I think the sad thing is that there's a lot of people, obviously, and, and I don't blame anybody for this. The community seems, at least the vocal community, seems a little bit kind of like no expectations or low expectations. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to let themselves get excited um, only to be sort of like let down. So I think that a Halo 3 playlist, like Call of World Premiere, if you want, you know, letting us know about a Halo 3 or classic Halo map playlist or whatever just throw the maps into regular matchmaking to me that sounds like a lot of fun there's a lot of halo fans who are playing this game who have played previous halos and so you know to bring back some of the old favorite maps for a game that you know work and work it's like why not do that you know that just sounds like goodwill towards the community and i actually think that that would go a really long way it would it probably would for sure and i mean i i Unfortunately, I guess, like, with all of these delays and all that stuff, I think uh, 343 kind of needs to kind of get back into the good graces, I suppose, of a lot of people. Oh, so, yeah. You know, it would be nice to, to you know, to get some, some fun, exciting news like that. Yeah, they definitely got to get back into the good graces of the, of the community, and I, I think classic maps would be a, a, a great way to do it, or at least, you know, to start doing it. World premiere, Halo 5, making its way to Master Chief Collection. (laughs) (laughs) Followed by Halo Infinite, like two years later. (laughs) Uh, What, in the MCC? Yeah. Hilarious. It's just, that's all. (gasps) Wait a second. What if that is it? What if it's just, instead of it being like a bunch of Halo games, like, you know, individual Halo titles or whatever that comes out, it's just all conglomerated into one Halo game being the Master Chief Collection. Straight up. 
You don't have to like. I think that. Yeah, you you wouldn't. I have think to, that'll happen eventually. Yeah, you exactly. You wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to open up a new game. It's already in the one game, right? Like, kind of thing. Yeah, you could have one game, rename it instead of Halo Master Chief Collection. You just call it Halo, and then Halo Anthology every release. Or <laughs> yeah, the, ooh, the Halo Anthology, and then you know you just keep adding games to it. Yeah, there you go. Throw in Halo Wars, throw in Halo Wars Two. You don't have to be so you know specific to that of Master Chief anymore because you don't have the Master Chief Collection. Yeah, put in the stupid you know Spartan Assault and Spartan Strike games too. Oh right, those exist. Totally forgot about that. Those are things that exist. I I'm not gonna lie, I definitely forgot about those. Yeah, I, they're not hard to forget. <laughs> I shouldn't be that tough on them, but yeah, they're not hard to forget. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Nobody really knows, and it's all speculation. But we will find out. We will know this weekend, and then we will definitely talk about it next week, whatever this premiere is. Oh, right. I guess, you know what? I mean, based on the way it sounded, it almost seemed like, oh, it's going to be a couple weeks away. But I realize now that you just said next week, like, we are going to get news soon. Yeah, it's going to be this weekend. So how awesome would that be if there's a new playlist, something new coming to Halo Infinite that can get people excited coming in the next couple days? I'm I'm, I'm hoping that's what it is. It could also be, when they say world premiere, here's, here's my other thought. I know that we've seen some things at Forge. But we haven't, I don't know if we've gotten like an official super duper trailer for Forge and like here it is and here's all the things you can do, right? We've gotten like, hey, here's what's upcoming with Forge. But I don't know if there's been sort of like a theatrical or not even theatrical, but kind of like a, you know, kind of a full on, this is Halo Infinite Forge. So I could also see that. Maybe it's twofold. Maybe it's like, yes, Forge. Plus, here's all these classic Halo maps made in Forge that are now going to be in Infinite or something like that. That would be, I think that that would be, that would be a good idea. In my, just, in my just, mind. Uh, just imagine all those leaks that you've been seeing were just pieces of the full reveal trailer for the Forge like world premiere that's going to happen on this weekend. Oh, that's hilarious. It's just small little just pieces. Like, I've seen that video. I've yeah, seen I've seen, video. Yeah, I exactly. All that. But it's all part of this whole montage or this whole massive trailer for the world premiere, and they show you a lot more of its capabilities and all that kind of stuff. There we go. It's just like, yeah, this this small little seed that, you know, 343 had put out, and, you know, it's just growing a little, and now that, you know, we've kind of got a lot of people teased and very curious about Forge, Bam! Big trailer. Bam! Oh, wait. This is all part of that big trailer. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. A little bit of a letdown, but that would definitely be funny. I didn't say all of it. I didn't say it had to be the entire trailer. You know, like, a lot of it could be, but you can still have a lot of stuff that you haven't seen yet. That's true. Oh, uh, speaking of which, somebody made a mini boss. Oh, actually, yeah, there's, you know, whenever we want to move on to whatever's next, there, there's actually some things at Forge that are really cool that are coming, actually, that I just realized. I mean, okay, well, what is, I, mean, I guess we could talk about that right now since, you know. Yeah, I'm, I guess we could just go right into that, actually. Yeah, it's just, it was a great segue <laughs> right. that you decided to just, you know, throw to the side for some reason. 
<laughs> that was basically like what I did is I got on like an exit ramp to get onto a new highway, and then while I was on the ramp, I just drove right into the side of it and just like right off the ledge. <laughs> so, like what just happened right there? It's okay. We picked you up. Let's go. <laughs> I appreciate it. So, all right. So basically, uh, with Forge coming out, people have been doing new things. People have been doing different things. And so there's one Forge guy, and I'll forget his name. I'll, I'll try and find out what it is. So, um, okay. So, 343 in their latest video uh, about Forge revealed that there will be scripting and there will be, uh, I mean, we already knew there's scripting, but there's going to be uh, bots. So, when you make a map, instead of having to try and get all of your friends to jump on and test your map out, you can just test it out with bots and let the bots fight each other. That way you can look at how the uh, AI is moving around the map and everything like that. And then you can kind of like change things without needing to, you know, obviously have a ton of people there. So that's something that the Forge community is really, really excited about. Um, on top of that, when it comes to the bots, there is a guy who, using some kind of scripting thing within Halo Infinite, made a flying boss, like a boss fight in Forge, where there was this like flying thing that would shoot out fusion coils at you, and then the guy was like shooting it with the assault rifle, and like you had to shoot in a certain location, and that would damage it more. And then after a little bit, there would be different phases of the boss and stuff like that. So people are just kind of going all out here. And doing some really cool things with Ford. So, um, yeah, it's just like, it's just, you, you know, the ideas that people have and what they're doing is just so cool. You bringing up the bots thing, I mean, that would make Forge like super advanced. Do the bots, do the bots do the thing that the Roomba does where it's just like, it needs to like map the entire map. So it just bumps into every single wall it can until it maps it out. <laughs> Like, is that what happens? Is that how it works? It's just like these bots are just going to bump into everything. And then after that, okay, we know the map now. Great. Okay, cool. So, right? Like, now now, they, now they'll play I properly. They, I, yeah. I, I think, think that would be so much other. fun to watch. I don't watch. think they just walk into the walls. I think they should walk funny. into the walls. They need to figure out the map so they have to re, <laughs> they have to remap it in their own, like, in their own, like, collective minds because they're bots. And then, like, there you go. Now we can play this map. But, like, okay, so how does, like, does the bot know, because you know how they have, like, timed spawns and all that kind of stuff, because that's something that's been part of Forge, you know, just in general, right? It's got to be in Halo Infinite. Like, let's say a teleporter opens up or something, you know, 30 seconds into the map, right? But it's only available for, I don't know, like, 10 seconds, right? Are the bots going to be able to know that? Like, do they have access to that knowledge? Do they, are they going to use that? Or are they just going to avoid it altogether and it can only be used by players? How are they going to be able to test that? They might have to, like, learn it. I don't know if they would know, like, the first time that it pops up. Like, I don't know if they have the math analysis in their head. Okay, I know that this thing's going to pop up at this time. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I'm actually, that's actually a good question. I'm not sure about that. I mean, I think think this Roomba idea might be, uh, might be, you know... Hashtag not sponsored, of course. That might be the way to go here, right? You know, just get these bots to just start mapping out this map. Let them, let them explore, in. jump around, let see them where they go. Yeah, let exactly. them bump into every wall, and they, they, they're just jumping as well. So they have, to do like, they have to do, like, three sets around the map where it's, like, one of them just jumping everywhere, the second of them crouching everywhere, and the third of them just, you know, running everywhere. You know? <laughs> uh 
That to me sounds like a pretty decent idea, if I'm being honest. Maybe a fourth one where you just have to clamber on any potential ledges. And that's how they map it up. I mean, of course, I'm sure the bots are much more advanced than that, but that's the way I'm picturing this this situation happening. It's just just a bunch of Roombas, you know? Yeah, I think it might be a little bit different than just a bunch of Roombas. I think they'll try and fight each other and everything like that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Roombas first, then fight each other after. Roombas first, let's map out the space, and then we'll try and kill each other. <laughs> there you go. There we go. We, we got it. We figured out the world premiere now. We've perfected Forge. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> we got Forge totally figured out. They should have hired us to begin with, and we could oh, have totally dear. done it. <laughs> I don't know if we could have done it ourselves. Fact, free, free, I think we just, the, we just spit out ideas. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're the think tank over here, the unofficial think tank. There you go. 343 Industries unofficial think tank. Exactly. All right. Is there um, any other uh, yeah, any other so, Halo news or anything? Not really. Not 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 anything worth talking about. I'll leave it at that. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um. All I can think of is like I've just been playing a lot more Halo Three or like MCC at least. Uh, just in general, as opposed to Halo Infinite. I can't seem to get myself to just you know solo playing on Halo Infinite right now. Not even the yapping was good enough for me to do just do that. I'm surprised by that. The yapping was really fun. Oh, they're making that a permanent playlist now. Oh, really? Did they confirm that? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it's going to become, I think they're calling it Team Social or something like that. Oh. <laughs> okay. They weren't going to call it the yapping? Darn it. No, no, no. They're removing the yapping name. You know, because the yapping is the event. Yeah. So this is just kind of... The yeah, yapping, they gotta title it with something different. The yapping should just be like one of the double XP weekend weekends. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All but, right. Yeah. So that'll convert into this new kind of uh, social big team social playlist, which will be cool. Yeah, I mean, um, that'd be a nice little twist yeah. on uh, big team, I suppose. Instead of your typical, like, you know, uh, capture the flag, your typical, uh, what I seem to end up playing big team battle on is uh, uh, stockpile. A lot of stockpile for some reason. Um, lots and lots of stockpile. Lots and lots of stockpile. They just like seeds. They like seeds being planted for some reason. I don't understand why, but it's just something they like doing. <laughs> All right. Um... We and we started pretty late. Uh, it is getting very late for us. Did you want to just go straight to community corner or the company trap or whatever you want to call it? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I know this is gonna be like yeah. a little shorter of an episode, unfortunately, two weeks in a row now. But I don't think that. Yeah, you know, I think that that's totally okay. It's gonna happen every once in a while, and it just so happens that look right now. You and I are also during like we are in very busy seasons in our lives right now. That's okay. And we like talking Halo. We want to talk about what's going on. We want to keep this thing going. We want to, you know, uh, keep keep rocking and rolling. And sometimes that means that we're going to finish our podcast early, but also late. It's going to be early for the episode, but it's like 1223 where I'm at right now. Yeah. I know, you know, it's late where you are right now. So I think that that's perfectly okay. 
Fantastic. So, Rabble Just Rabble came in clutch with a theme of the week, and his uh, suggestion was microtransactions. Whether it be in Halo yeah, or any well, other games, post your gripes and, pri- yeah. and praises of the rise of microtransaction in video games. All right. That sounds like a really good, uh, a really good theme. Yeah, it sounds, yeah, it sounds like a great theme. So, uh, first question comes from Rabble Just Rabble, and his question is, what is your opinion of microtransactions in a full-priced game? In a what-what game? Full-priced game. Full-priced game. Yeah, so, like, a game comes out full-priced, you buy it, and they add in microtransactions, of course. Um, I am... Actually, a pretty good question. Well, I you know what? It depends. It depends what it's for. For instance, if it is for new campaign, if it's for a some other kind of feature of a game, I think that that is something I would look at and kind of go like, well, that doesn't really seem okay to me. Um, if we're talking microtransactions as cosmetics for, you know, like let's take Halo, for instance. Let's say Halo campaign. Let's say Halo Infinite's campaign and Halo Infinite multiplayer was part of like one disc, right? One disc here. Um, if they wanted to charge microtransactions for cosmetics, I'm totally fine with that. Completely, completely fine with that. I don't see any problems to it. I don't think that you need to be able to earn every single aesthetic. I think it's okay to sell those. Um, at the end of the day, it doesn't stop you from playing the game. It doesn't stop you from enjoying the game. It's just the way that something looks. So I'm 100% fine with microtransactions in any kind of game, whether it's free to play or whether you pay $60 for it. It's just something to look a certain way. Right. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, like one of the biggest things for me in microtransactions, a don't make it one of those gambling systems or whatever, where it's like, Oh, you have to buy a loot box and you have a possibility of getting this. Like, no, please don't. Yeah. I hate those. Those are really annoying. They're not fun. They're not surprising in any way, shape or form. Right. It seems it's, it's too gimmicky personally for me. Um, like I was, I was okay with the idea of the rack points, the rack packs being optional. Like you could buy them, but you can also still earn them. And I think that's kind of important when it comes to things that are like microtransaction-y, for example, like the, how you mentioned cosmetics, right? Like you allow us to buy it. Sure. If you want to buy it, but allow us to earn it as well, instead of having to buy it. Things that are locked behind, oh, you can only buy this via microtransaction is kind of too silly for me. You know. I absolutely hated the rec packs, um, but I definitely understand what you're saying. Like, okay, there's a way to buy them, but there's also a way to get them in the game. That's not, like, extraordinarily difficult or anything like that. Right, right, because the rec packs were only, what, like, 100 rec points or something? I can't remember exactly anymore. But, like, you get a certain yeah, amount of rec points. You could use it to buy a gold pack or something like that, if I remember correctly. Um, exactly but then that right. was just a gamble as to what you can earn um, which is the thing that I didn't like about that. Um, but I mean, they tried it. It didn't work. It didn't come back, thankfully. So thank you for not bringing that back. Um, yeah, I, I hated that. I absolutely hated that. Yeah. I mean, three, four, three can uh, take a couple notes from call of duty in this situation when it comes to microtransactions, but uh, like, you know, games in general though, like 
I'm buying a full price game, um, and microtransactions should just be optional. I don't have to buy it, and that's kind of the where I kind of sit on it. Hmm. Okay. So you feel like. Wait, can you explain that one more time? You're saying that if there's a game that's free, like you don't mind doing microtransactions? Is that what you said there? No, because because the question the question at hand was, what is your opinion of microtransactions in a full price game? A full price game, let's say, is eighty dollars right now, right? So I'm paying eighty dollars right. to buy a game, right? And inside that game has microtransactions of its own, right? Right. Um. But in my opinion, it should be like, okay, if you want to be able to buy it, because there are people that just don't have time and they want to be able to have their own cosmetics and all that kind of stuff, right? Well, I just, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just pay for it as opposed to earning it, right? But then there's other people that would like to earn it, you know, or go through See, the See, that's grind. how I feel. I like the idea of being able to buy something because I don't have the time like everybody else to play it. But like, I, I want the armor that I want. So. I remember feeling that way about Halo 5. Halo 5 had the Locust armor, and I wanted the Locust armor so bad, and they're like, buy the Rex packs. I'm like, dude, I don't want to do the Rex packs. I just want to, dude, I would I would pay like 30 bucks just to wear the armor that yeah. I wanted to, because money wasn't the issue. Time was my issue. Yeah, and so even, I would rather be able to trade the money for it. Right, exactly. And even in that situation, when you bought the Rex packs, you weren't guaranteed to get the Locust armor. You were guaranteed at a chance at getting the Locust armor. Right, because you still had yeah, you still had all these other armors you could get. Correct. Right. Uh, I think Rabble's got a follow up question here. He's asking, uh, "What about buying resources in a survival type game?" What about buying resources in a survival type game? Oh, I think that's bullshit. Is he is he referring to something in like Day Z or something? Like, is there like a game that has this kind of? Well, I'm just thinking about a game like Rust or something like that, where you spend all this time trying to get resources and materials, and for you to be able to just pay money to have like more resources and stuff like that. Look, if it's single player and it doesn't affect anybody else, fine, whatever. But if it's a game, one of these games where where like there's a bunch of people who are like in a server or something like that, I think that that is total bullshit. I don't I don't like that idea at all. What a bunch of baloney. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> what a bunch of baloney there. I don't like it. I don't what like a bunch it. Of no, I don't, I don't like that at all. Like, you, especially when you're playing with other people, you should never be able to get some kind of advantage uh, because of real world money. I don't like that at all. Uh, Spark Maddox says in the chat, using real money to further progression in games or to make the game easier in any way I think shouldn't be on the table. Um, if it's single player, I disagree with that. Um, but yeah, who cares if it's single player, like whatever, like if somebody's playing, let's say somebody's playing, trying to think of like a really hard single player game. Say somebody's playing dark souls or something like that. If dark souls is like, Hey, look for five bucks, you can just continue progress, get all your items back. If somebody wants to do that, eh, that's all them. Like who cares? That doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect anybody else. It just affects them. So, that's something that they want to do, and the company is like, well, you know what? People will pay for it, so clearly some people want that. And uh, should we really turn away from, you know, money that people want to spend on this thing? It's like, you know, whatever. If, if people want to do that, they can do that. That's the thing about microtransactions that everybody, like, a lot of people just get angry at the idea of there being microtransactions. Like, at the end of the day, you have to understand that nobody forces anybody to make a purchase. All purchases are voluntary, unless there's some little kid who has his dad's credit card 
and spends a whole bunch of money and the dad had no idea. Other than that, all these purchases are completely voluntary. So the only reason why microtransactions exist is because people are willing to engage with them and buy, you know, and, and, you know, do these transactions, which means that they think that it's worth it. So for everybody who kind of gets like hung up on that, it really doesn't like microtransactions. I'm sorry, but it's, it's what people want. If people didn't want it, they wouldn't spend money on it. Some people don't like it and don't want it. That's fine. But too many people do like it and want it. And that's why they spend money on it. So you got to keep that in mind. Um, if it's a single player thing, like I don't like microtransactions when people get an advantage uh, in multiplayer. That's the only time I don't like microtransactions. So I don't care what they look like. I don't care what people look like. I don't care cosmetics. All that's fine. When it comes to, you know, being able to purchase an advantage or disadvantage for a game, that's when I'm totally out on it, and I'm like, absolutely no way. That's, that's kind of my line there. Yeah, I also can't agree on there being, like, uh, a paywall behind, like, equipment or something. Like, for example, like, you know how the bandit rifle is making its way to Halo Infinite? Oh, what if you can only buy, yeah. like, a microtransaction for the bandit rifle, and the only right. way you can get the bandit rifle is through the microtransaction? No bueno. Not happening. Correct. Like, I'm not. I'm not. Correct. Like, no, thank you. I, like, they, I think Call of Duty had done that uh, very early on with like some of those oh, like really? DLC guns or something, if I remember correctly. Like, in order to get this gun, you had to pay for the DLC um, and all that kind of stuff. So they had access to like some of these like really neat kind of guns that could have been used in. I think it was on. Uh, was it Ghosts? Maybe Call of Duty Ghosts. I can't remember. But like, yeah, other games have had that. Like, oh, you can get this. You can access. You can access this gun via a paywall, but you have to pay for it. Of course. Yeah. No good. Yeah. Like if they were like, here's a bandit rifle, but it's gonna be three dollars. It's like, mm, get lost. Get absolutely lost. No thanks. I'm out. Right. Exactly. Even if it doesn't give it an advantage or a disadvantage, like no, a, a weapon should not be something locked behind a paywall. Cosmetics for the weapon, uh, fine. That's totally fine by me. But the actual weapon itself, no thanks. Anything that's a part of the sandbox should not be behind a, uh, a, a transaction. Yeah. Sparkmatic is saying in the chat, uh, single player or private server stuff, whatever, but if you're playing with other people, it makes it unfair. And also, he says, granted, microtransactions do allow the company to make money and pay the people making the game, but correct implementation is important. I can agree with that. Yeah, you I can't suppose. destroy the integrity. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's about it. Go on. I was just going to say, like, you can't destroy the integrity of the game, right? Especially a game like Halo, an arena shooter, you know, where everybody has the same starts and everything like that. Okay, well, like, that goes out the window when people are able to buy certain weapons and have an advantage. And actually, I would even argue that Halo 5 uh, Warzone mode was unfair. I didn't like the idea that some people could spend a lot of money just to get a whole bunch of, like, really crazy vehicles and just drop them in a game versus somebody else. I think that's the closest that Halo has gotten to pay to win, um, and I definitely did not appreciate it or like it. Um, but Halo's been really good about this kind of thing. And, and uh, I'll be honest, unless it's like a mobile game or something like that, most games nowadays I think are pretty good with microtransactions to not cross that line of giving certain players advantages or disadvantages in multiplayer. Yeah, I, I think... It was attempted. It didn't. It didn't work out too well. And then I think, yeah, they, they've kind of learned their lessons, I suppose, in that in that situation. Yeah, exactly. But if it's for like a weapon camo, okay, 
Sure, doesn't really affect the game. If you're if you want this really cool ice camo for your weapon, which I I would love, but you know, um, and you you have to pay for that for like what three bucks or whatever. Okay, sure, but it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't like. It doesn't make your bullet stronger, and that's one of the problems that I think Call of Duty also has. If I remember correctly, they have a they have a weapon camo that has something called tracer rounds in it, and those tracer rounds I don't know if this is true, but those tracer rounds I've heard are they have a little bit of extra damage to them, right? So really, I don't know if that's true because I'm like I'm not that I'm not that into Call of Duty, um, but I believe I played with people and have come across people that have these tracer rounds in them. In, in, the, in their weapon camos or whatever, and they seem to, you know, annoy the people that I'm playing with because they say it does more damage. Um, I don't know if that's a good... Well, that's, that's not true. okay. Yeah. But it's kind of more common now that to see tracer rounds in a lot of different, like, weaponry in microtransactions. But oh, I don't know. Again, again, take that with a grain of salt. I don't know if it's entirely true. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Okay, so well, I don't these, know if you're wrong or not. So I, won't yeah, the, I mean, you could try. You could just correct me now. Just go ahead. Just do it. Just just rip the bandaid off. <laughs> just just preemptive correction. There you go. Exactly. Next question from Rabble. Just Rabble, and he asks, "Do you think MCC should have added the microtransactions that they recently decided not to add?" I think it would have been fine for them to keep them in there. I think that they listened to Twitter too much. Um. Eh. Whatever. I mean, like, even if they added it in, as long as I was able to earn Spartan points still and be able to use those Spartan points towards, um, towards you know, earning my Battle Pass tiers or whatever, I, I was okay with it. Like, as long yeah, as... Yeah, again, look, it. some people have more time than they have money, and some people have more money than they have time. And I don't... I think that it's totally okay to create an option there where somebody like me who's working... And it's not like I have, like, buckets of money or anything like that, but I don't have the time. So I would much rather spend the money to get the cosmetics and the things that I, you know, like to look at than be forced to, okay, if I want that, then I guess like all the free time that I have in order to get this thing, like I might have to spend grinding on Halo, whereas I'd rather just be able to kind of like play and enjoy it and look the way that I want to look. Like for the person who has the time, it doesn't cost them anything, so like, why can't I spend money for it? Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine if it was reversed? What if all the people who spent money were like, "This is so stupid. There shouldn't be any cosmetics that are unlocked through acts in the game." Like, I spent my money on this. People shouldn't be able to unlock it, you know, in the game. It's like, no, just like, come up with whatever ways you want to earn things, and then just let the people who have the time or people who have the money be able to unlock it in the ways that works for them. And usually the that day, kind of relies on, on Halo and just enjoy it. Yeah, and usually that kind of relies on some kind of currency system within the game, right? Like the way I've right. seen a lot of microtransactions in a lot of games is like, oh hey, earn these Crash Bandicoot Wampa fruits by buying a crate of Crash Bandicoot Wampa fruits. You know, like uh right. five hundred for five dollars and all that kind of stuff. And like more recently it could be it, for MCC it could have been earn the buy I I don't know like a digital coin for 500 Spartan points. Not that we would need 500 Spartan points, I suppose, but you get what I mean. I get what you mean. You understand. You're picking up what I'm putting down. I'm picking it all up. I'm looking at it right here in my hands. Oh, great. I don't know how it traveled across the states so fast. 
insane technology these days. I'm going to start saying that now when people say that. You're picking up what I'm putting down. I'm like, it's right here in my hand. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we got one more question from Rabble Just Rabble. Great. All right. Okay. So you're just going to have to bear with me. I'm going to read it. I haven't read this before, so I'm going to read it. Okay. All right. Okay. Don't interrupt until I say I'm done. Okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So, Rabble Just Rabble says, hashtag red. Many years ago, I played a game called Dead Space 3, a full-price single-player slash co-op game that EA decided needed microtransactions. All the microtransactions did was grant you more resources in-game. Resources which you could easily obtain by playing the game normally. Nothing unique or anything, just bigger numbers in your inventory. About halfway through a campaign co-op game with Sparkmatic, my save was corrupted and could no longer load Ooh. in. I could make a new save and join in with Spark at where we left off in the story, but I would have starting gear. Not good for the end of the game levels. So naturally, no. I modified the save file to give myself one million of each resource to purchase my gear back oh. that I lost, then set the resources well, back to zero. Didn't think much of this at the time, but I did the math on this later, and I realized that I had bought those one million resources through the microtransaction system. I would have paid around $66,000. <laughs> this amused me greatly. Years later, I wrote a paper about this for a cybersecurities class on how if you want people to buy your stuff, you should probably make sure their games don't get corrupted and also maybe secure your save files better. It was trivial to edit the resources. When I presented this paper to the class, I had one classmate who was adamant that I had stolen $66,000 from EA. This led to a heated discussion. I was required to defend my paper against my peers, which ultimately resulted in me modifying the save file in front of the class, setting the resources to the highest possible value they could go to, and then telling the student that if it truly was theft, then they should have called the FBI, state police, or at least the campus police, because I just, quote-unquote, stole... 611 quadrillion dollars from EA. This is, and this is surely the biggest theft to ever happen in history. Nobody That's was called. That's actually really funny. I got an A. I guess my question That's to so you funny. is This is the biggest theft in history. <laughs> my guy, you that did the one thing you weren't supposed to do. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I guess my question to you is, did I really steal all that money from EA? Was it morally correct to, quote-unquote, steal the resources after my save game was corrupted? Was it morally correct to then steal an additional $611 quadrillion just to prove a point? Okay, you're good to know. Okay. Um, so, you were morally corrupt evil, evil person. And yes, you are the largest uh, robber and theft person in the entire world in the history of mankind. And um, yes, you have, you have committed the greatest theft crime of all time. So congratulations to you. There will be books written about you and 
I assume you'll spend multiple life sentences in jail. So is this considered a confession? Yeah, sure. And I will not be an accessory. <laughs> <laughs> am I going to go to jail? Because now that I've read this as Rabble just Rabble, did I just, am I, uh, <laughs> did I just admit to this now? Yes, yes, you're going to jail now for exposing him. <laughs> defamation. No. Uh, All right, so okay. if I'm not it's here for episode anything. 99 of the Red Spartan Halo podcast, you know exactly what happened. Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> I think actually when it comes to like the morality of it, no, I think that you're even because here's the deal. You spent actual money for things. And then what happened was the file completely got erased. Maybe the only other step that you could have taken was to reach out to EA, tell them about the situation and see if they would have made it right on their end. If they didn't make it right on their end, you know, then you follow through and you do whatever you do. So that way you can get the resources back. Um, because again, like you didn't delete it, it got corrupted on their end, and that's not your fault. So morally, I think you're fine. Um, when it comes to yeah, morally, when it comes to the game and everything like that, you're fine. When it comes to writing the paper, and then that little knot came out and was just like, you stole sixty six thousand dollars from EA. Um, the fact that you went back and doubled down, and then you're like, okay, well, I just created the greatest stuff of mankind right now. Um, I think that that is one of the coolest stories I've ever heard. You deserve your A. Um, I would have given you a standing ovation in the classroom right there. So congrats to you. You have my respect. Um, I think that that's a really cool story, actually. Okay, so you went with that. Now that means I have to go the opposite. Who do you think you are, Rabble? Just uh, making this morally <laughs> incorrect decision, trying to hack your way through this game and, like, steal all this money from the company that is obviously, you know, maybe taking money from you. But who do you think you are to do that? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, this, actually... I'm actually theft is only supposed to go one way. Yeah, exactly. Um, I actually, no, I was actually genuinely curious. Did you actually reach out to EA? Because I don't think that was part of the part of your story at all. Um, but then again, no, even if you either. did, like, what could they have done if it was a corrupted file anyways, right? Like, uh -huh. reimburse them. Did you ever consider maybe Spark could, like, help you a little bit, you know, re regain, rega regain your footing? That way you don't have to go through all these loops and all that kind of stuff to, you know, steal $66,000, apparently, or 66 quadrillion or 611 quadrillion dollars from, from EA. So funny. <laughs> Oh man, um, I don't know. This it's it's kind of a it's kind of an interesting question. Did you really steal all that money from EA? I don't I, I don't know if you really stole all that money from EA, because I mean like unless it's in your bank account, right? You can, I don't think I don't think it's yeah. Unless you can like get it back, like I don't think that that I don't think it's considered theft. He saw to reiterate. He's saying in the chat, "I did not reach out to EA. I never bought a microtransaction from them. I only brought myself. I, I only brought myself back to where I was." Yeah. So morally, I think that he's fine. But also, he found I don't a think loophole in the system like, essentially to bring himself back to where he was. It it might be considered theft if he could then take those points and then sell them to other people for actual money. That that might actually be where he'd be crossing a line now to doing something illegal. That'd be a bit more morally incorrect, I suppose. So wait, hold on. In theory then, when you, like, okay, 
So I don't know. You you you're a Pokemon player, right? Are you familiar with the game sharks and all that kind of stuff, right? Correct. Like, what if you lost your save file in a Pokemon game and then decided I'm going to use a game shark to bring like I guess my Pokemon back to level 100 using rare candies because I can somehow now put this into the game like 999 rare candies to bring back my Pokemon and I'm going to do that and delete all the stuff then that way I'm back to where I was. Is that now also that sounds stealing? more like what you did? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think that's stealing. <laughs> I mean, if you ask Professor Oak, he might be a little bit upset with you, but I don't. I think you're fine there. <laughs> Hashtag cheated. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. He says I've since made it unlisted since the presentation. <laughs> okay. What do you mean by that? You made it un- unlisted. I don't know what that means. All right. Spark is just going, he's going haywire right now in the chat. He's just like, he, you're a criminal, but like, you're also not a criminal, but you're also a criminal. Like, you know, like this is a deep philosophy question. Like he can't seem to make up his mind. He's flopping around more like a, more than a magic carp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he's not a criminal. I think he's safe here. <laughs> Uh, wait, he, uh, Rabble saying, read the previous question, uh, read his message. Oh, that's an interesting thought because I made a YouTube video showing people how to do this and even more. Oh, hold on. What? Oh, shit. So Rabble made a YouTube video about how to exploit, how to use this exploit or how to create this exploit for other people and showed people how to do that. Oh, Mm. man. Oh, no. Uh, but then now he's saying, but I've since made it unlisted since that presentation. There you go. Does that change anything? Well, it for was you? a good move to unlist it, probably. <laughs> Maybe a bad move, a bad move to make me say this on the Red Spartan Halo podcast now. <laughs> um, hmm. Let's let's think here for a second. Okay, he finds a way to get the resources. Boom. He teaches other people, for educational purposes, of course, how to do the same exact thing. So, no, still then he's not stealing from EA. Remember, there's no dollar bills that are ending up in Rabble's account because of these actions, right? He's not making, well, I guess you could argue, okay, let's say, Let's say he had a monetized channel, right? And he got, you know, let's say he got like 20 million views and he made some money from YouTube. Okay. Is he now making money from doing this? Well, I would also argue like, no, he's not. He'd be making money if he was charging. Okay. All right. Ready for this? So YouTube is for education and for entertainment. Okay. Okay. If somebody was paying Rabble to teach them how to do this, maybe that would be worse than just making a video about it and putting it online. I don't know. I don't know. I'm also not a lawyer, so I don't actually know what I'm talking about here. But I feel like unless there's some kind of direct Rabble ends up with money in his bank account, then I think that he's fine legally. I'm also not a lawyer, so don't listen to me. 
<laughs> this is not legal advice, Rabble. But yeah, this is not legal advice. Do not hire me for legal counsel. Right. Yeah. But I feel like you're fine. I'd like this stricken off as the record. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to have that struck, please. What was that last part you said? I said, yeah, I'd like to have this struck from the record, please. Oh no, no! Before that, because I interrupted you saying, "I'd like that stricken for the record." From the record. Oh, I forget. I, I, I'm just saying that I, I think that he's fine, and in in my book, he's he's totally okay. I also think that's a good idea to take that video down, just not to, uh, you know, raise any other questions from people. But I think it also might be a good idea to reach out to a lawyer to find out about this kind of stuff for the future. Uh, I mean. It's not like he used it against anybody, though, right? Like he was just this is a this is a single player, or a co-op player uh, played game, I guess. Wait, right? So like, it's not like he used all that to get himself a bunch of weapons that affected other multiplayer players, kind of thing that made it like much more. Well, yeah, I, I think in the eyes of other gamers, you know, because he's not creating an advantage or disadvantage for other people, that right, it's not really right, a big right. deal and doesn't matter. Like, I, I'm right there, too. Like, he's not, you know, he's not hurting anybody who's playing the game by doing what he did at all. At the end of the day, he could be hurting EA's bottom dollar. He could be hurting them financially. If he, if he can't, right, if, if he caught every single person who plays that game, taught them all how to get the resources, and then they all did and they then EA, instead of, of money, yeah maybe i mean maybe there's a case there for a lawsuit of like hey dude you owe us this money because these people would have spent the money and now we didn't earn anything because you you know did some kind of something other to you know affect the way that people spend this but I don't, it, it's like, did he do anything illegal in getting into the code or whatever? You know what I mean? So like, there's, like, there's a bunch of different things to look at this here or to look at here and see like if there's any. Well, this mean, is why I'm saying we should probably reach out to a lawyer to find out. I was gonna I don't say, actually I was, yeah, I was going to say, it's a good thing I'm not a lawyer because I don't want to do all that research right now. <laughs> but yeah that was quite the interesting uh, set of questions i like the theme of the week um the story yeah. was quite the interesting story thank cool. you for sharing that um but if you don't see me next week you probably understand why obviously uh <laughs> yeah i'm locked up by the fbi in questioning about rabble the rabble they hit it yeah yeah rabble rabble remain a mystery out there keep the keep it going buddy keep it going um by that i mean the mystery going keep the mystery going uh <laughs> But yeah, that wraps up the, uh, the 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 company trap, the the community corner, the whatever we want to call it, uh, the, the questions for the day. Company trap. The company trap that wraps up the company trap. Company trap. We got you. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> or what is uh what is uh what did, what did Dave Chappelle say? Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha, bitch. There you go. There you go. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we wrap it up then? I think, yeah, I think we should uh, We should pack it in. It's almost 1 o'clock in the morning. This went much longer than I actually thought it was going to go for the questions. I didn't. Yeah, same here. <laughs> what do you uh, What do you got going on this week, Mr. Uh, I think tomorrow I have Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, still continuing Curse of Strahd. Uh, we, all our characters. Oh, wait. No, because I was late for the last episode, I think. Okay. 
So the previous episode, all the characters almost died, and this sure. this past episode, what happened this past episode? Uh oh yeah, we we took on uh, Strahd's invitation for dinner, so there's that. Um, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, he invited us to dinner in like the first couple of episodes of of thing. Finally made it. And no, we uh, he he sent it to us in like some kind of carriage, in a form of a carriage, like you know, and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. We uh, we we decided to burn that carriage down and send it back to him. Um, and he didn't exactly. <laughs> He didn't particularly enjoy that, although he was mildly amused because he's so powerful. He just, you know, he just decided, okay, well, we're just going to send him the invite again. Almost as if, like, we kind of have to eventually go to that dinner anyways. So, mm. you know, it's maybe maybe the DM is trying to tell us, like, this is part of the story. Just get in the fucking castle. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> get, get in the fucking character. <laughs> do it, man. No pressure. Um, you have free will in this, but get in the fucking Right, exactly. So we decided to actually get in the carriage, and now we're at Strahd's doors, um, and he's going to actually talk to us for over dinner or kill us. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. Um, you can catch me on there at twitch.tv slash R-E-A-L-M-I-S-T-R-Y. Um, if we die as characters, then I don't know what's going to end up happening. So tune in. Well, don't die. I certainly hope not. I've gotten quite attached to Stravok. Yeah. Then definitely don't die. Mm-hmm. What about you? Where can people find you? I'm gonna be working. You're gonna be working. Uh, you're not gonna be able to find me. If I'm being honest, you're not gonna find me. Yeah, I'm not actually gonna be on TikTok. I'm not actually gonna be anywhere else. I'm gonna pop into Discord. Uh, but I am really, literally, head deep in just working, 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 studying, rehearsing. Um, so I am very hard to get a hold of right now. So. Re- to reach out to me on Discord, but I probably won't be streaming. Um, I will be there for community night on Saturday night. I'm forcing myself to have some kind of time that's not built by work. Um, so if you want to see me, if you want to hang out with me, then find me on community night uh, this Saturday. Okay. All right. Um, I don't think I will be there for community night this Saturday, unfortunately. Back to the whole shenanigans. Okay. Uh, my apologies, folks. Uh, sorry for the late stream. Um, and yeah, well, thanks for listening to episode number 90. Oh, we got to cue the outro music. Shit, hold on. Rewind a bit. Tracks, cue the outro music. Sure. Something like that. Yeah, yeah there you go. There, there you go. Nailed it. First try. Okay, yeah, so now we're playing the... We're playing the outro music, and typically, and typically, I inter- interrupt the outro music uh, by saying something along the lines of, uh, "Did you hear Pixpod has come back with an episode?" Uh, I did not hear that. Yeah, uh, Pixpod came back uh, with an episode. Uh, they were saying a lot at Facebook.com/slash/Pixpod. Just uh, thought I'd let you know, uh, in case you wanted to catch them That's at cool. Facebook.com/slash/Pixpod. That's awesome. Yeah, they, yeah. So that was uh, that was an interesting listen. Uh, if you wanted to check that out, wait, what did they do? They talk shit on us. You said, uh, I didn't say that specifically, but okay. you know, no, they were talking about um, the cancellation of like couch co-op and all that kind of stuff, and how that affects you know them in general and all that kind of stuff. And I thought it was a really interesting oh, okay. discussion to have. Um, 
So yeah, I thought that was uh that was quite the quite the interesting listen. Um, I just decided to share it just because you know they're friends of the podcast. So one of the hosts have yeah, been on the like podcast that. on several several occasions. So you know, facebook.com slash yeah. fixpod. I like fixpod a lot. So there you go. go. Check them out for sure. There you go. We just we just gotta, I'm just trying to I'm trying to end this episode on literally that one mm-hmm. that one link. You know, facebook.com slash fixpod. No, oh, there you go. You, you got to say it though. Oh, you want me to say it? Yeah, yeah. I want. I want you to say it. I don't know if I want to say it now. Why do you want me to say it? Oh, I just you know I was just kind of hoping it would end on a really good note if you just said Facebook.com/slash/fixpod. <laughs>